years ago, I went and in, we're live. I went into back of another time for surgery, surgery, and I, guess. I had this Studio. nurse <laughs> that was a student nurse. She was rocking the blues from the school, you know, decent. And she Always comes up you. to me and she sticks me three times in my left elbow pit. I guess you'd call it. Is there a name for that, Dan? Sticks me three times in the top of the hand, three times in the wrist. Can't remember, but there is a dick. And a cubit, uh, Notch. Uh, elbow pit elbow sounds pit. good. Elbow pit, yeah. Comes like in my it. other elbow pit, and this old battle axe nurse that you can tell has seen more assholes, seen more nipples, smelled more disgusting things than any other person in the history of the world. Does she have a scar? Walks up and, and looks at me and goes, for the love of God, give me that, and just sticks it in in like half of a second. And I went, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. My God, I'm dying over here. That girl was... She was terrified. She looked like I was going to bite her if she stuck me again. Imagine, oh, God. Im- imagine, <laughs> imagine if you were a sadist and that just ruined your day. <laughs> just going, Aww. oh. That, that poor uh, student nurse was probably terrified she by was. that. She was. I yeah. can tell she, she was starting to shake by the time she worked her way to my other arm. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm going to die from freaking blood loss from getting poked. <laughs> well, the whole nursing uh, the whole nursing student experience is terrifying. And it's it's got to be. I, I can't imagine being like, hey, I'm going to try to stick this little tiny needle in through your skin. First of all, I don't know if you've ever actually looked at one of those needles, but they're pretty fucking big, bud. Okay? Not necessarily. I don't care. I'm blind and I can see it. That means it's fucking huge. But we've got Zach. Things Huge. that pique your interest, you can see. Nipples, camel toes, needles. <laughs> if it has something to do with you, you Wait, can see it. Needles do not pique my interest. If I came at you with a needle, okay, would you be, be interested? Okay, yeah. See, Well, I mean, but that's a little different. I'm just saying. <laughs> if I came at you with a needle, would you be interested? We need to have a discussion about Zach's intravenous drug use. <laughs> Zach, this is actually an intervention today. I fucking knew I'm it. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on. And everybody's coming in. (laughs) The banner. (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah, the banner fell. Half-ass shit around here all the time. I'm pretty sick of it. Better Zach is standing back there posed. Whoa, whoa. Better Zach? Sorry, Josh. (laughs) Is that the one that's bent over? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we're live (laughs) on a Wednesday. Well, we're live to us, not you guys. You guys are probably listening to a recording on. You're probably sending emails to those other fucking podcasts. One of our multi uh, faceted uh, platforms that we send this out to, aka Apple. What kind of word salad was that? What? a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) Poor guy. You think Joe Rogan cares about your emails, huh? You think last podcast on the left cares about your emails? Whoa, whoa, you think, quit dropping podcast you, bombs, You bro. think expert with Dak Shepard? You think he cares? None of them fucking care. We would appreciate Shepard's you. Do you think a good person in real life, or do you think he's a douchebag? I kind of think he's a good person. I like to think that he is his Dude, I think he's kind of like Robert Downey Jr. Inevitably, where Inevitably, if you watch... Gone through some shit, came out the other side. If you yeah. watch Chips, the whole scene where he's like... Dude, you gotta carry me to the tub. <laughs> like, I haven't seen that forever. Oh my God. I, think, I think it's the same thing where it's like, so and he's all naked and he's like, "You touched me." Robert Downey Jr. People forget, and like a lot of the younger people don't know. Like at, at one point, Robert Downey Jr. was a pariah in Hollywood. Dude, he was he was in the early two thousands. People Sheen wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. At Robert Downey Jr. Going, wow, that guy needs to get his life together. Like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> I think he was taking notes. Robert Downey Probably. Jr. They found him. He he fell asleep in like a little girl's bed in some random family's house and they found him and very nice. And it's like, well, she wasn't in the bed at the time. Uh, 
but and then you know he got sober and no one would hire him and it was finally Mel Gibson hired him and put him in as the lead for this movie The Sinning Detective and uh, it was actually after Mel Gibson had his kind of passions of the Christ moment fall from grace yeah he got he got drunk and he was also he was getting taken to task by a lot of people in Hollywood and then he uh, came out with Fat Santa uh, well, he Great movie. So, so he got Super. he got pulled over. He had been drinking. He made a comment that a uh, female officer did have sugar tits, which I, I, I have not seen the breast in question. Hey, uh, if somebody looked at me and said, "What's up, sugar balls?" I'd be like, "Not much. How yeah. are you?" Yeah, I think we've actually probably said some stupid ass shit like that to each yeah. other at one point. What's up, sugar tits? And I'm I'm sorry, but if you're if you're a female, I mean, there's a couple of decades there where if Mel Gibson referred to your breasts as being made of sugar, I mean, that's a, that's a fucking compliment. Oh yeah, dude, lethal uh, weapon. Yeah, and come on, that fucking hair. And and uh, Mel King also Bullets. also Randy ma- gets a boner over that one. Mel Mel also made some comments about the uh, the people that run Hollywood in Hebrews his, and the yeah, Hebrews. Uh, which I mean, I I, I don't recall. I never exa- thought about that. Way, I don't recall how he worded it. If he was like all these dirty, or if he just you know said like the Jews run Hollywood, blah blah. Anyways, I don't think it really matters how he worded it. I think the implication well, was no, already done. It, it does. You're, you're right. It's all about the because implication. The implication. Hold on, hold on. Before we go any further, I need to do this. Okay, I'm feeling really off, and we're live back <laughs> in the time for another podcast studio on a Wednesday night. To my right, I've got ridiculous Randy. I love how he, he's just been trying to interject the intro the last like five minutes. <laughs> We've got. Isn't it amazing how he's been trying Dinosaur to Dan. Dino- Dickhead Dan over here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Bitch Brent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you guys want to do it some more, huh? You want to interject? Okay, I'm going to change your fucking nicknames Surprise, up. You know, he's been, you know, he's been trying to go through the intros, and we've just been interjecting. We've he's already insulted me, Zach. so I don't give a shit. Bro, we're talking about Mel Gibson. I mean, come on. Hey, he's already insulted me. Uh, the, you know, the gauntlet step. Hey, hey, it's been thrown. Guy's out of control. <laughs> you know what, we'll just call you the coolest weapon ever. The well, dinosaur. I got to tell you guys uh, a little story. After I'm done with mine, because you oh, interrupted hi, me. Hi, I'm stick. Jared. I'm here also. <laughs> <laughs> I was Look, I was trying to get to you. Don't, but don't, you don't need to tell nope. a story. Jameson Jared, to my left. Okay. Inter- why haven't you called him? I don't. Juggernaut. I, so, juggernaut. When, juggernaut. When Mel had his fall from grace... And Robert Downey Jr. was going to win an award after he had kind of gotten back on top. He said, okay, fine, give me the award, but only if Mel Gibson gets to present it to me. And it was when everyone was like, fuck Mel Gibson, he can die, blah, blah, blah. At least everyone in Hollywood. Uh, And when Robert Downey Jr., obviously Mel is kind of like, okay, here's your award. And then Robert Downey Jr. makes this impassioned speech of it's like, when I was at my lowest, someone told me that if I came with humility and was willing to put in the work... That I could at some point, I can't remember exactly what I said it, but I could some point at some point be looked at as a person of some worth and some standing. Uh, and that, and the person that did that for me was Mel Gibson. He basically asked everyone in Hollywood to have a little bit of understanding. Nice. He didn't even say that he was Iron Man. No, damn not it. But you know, you know who does say it? I am Iron Man. Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> did you see that his daughter? Is having a baby with one of the guys from Slipknot? 
gross. Ooh, Kelly Osborne? Yeah, what? Kelly Osborne is having a kid with one of the guys from Slipknot. Okay, oh, isn't that insane? how fair? dark that kid's going to be? Those, gu- those guys are used to spending like four to five hours inside a sweaty mask. Yeah. So... <laughs> Just hey, saying. Come over here and sit on my face. Yeah. Smells way the same. It's probably clown. Yeah. Just, just do you think they're down with the clown? If I, if I, I what do you think would be better, a mask or face paint? A Both. Mask. Yeah. What would be better? Yeah. What would be better to wear? Like, let's say you're what going out to perform a show. Oh. A mask or face paint? Because I'm going to be the star child, man. When you're man. sweating, man, all that paint's just running down your face. I'm going to be some Ace Freely. Eyes. Ugh. Oh, hey, kitty cat. Kitty cat. Kitty cat. Peter Chris. <laughs> I think the answer is face paint with a mask. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Dan is going real. Daniel knows what's up. He's like, bro, you pull that mask off? Still, still not here. Can I tell you guys what my that? kid is going to be for Halloween? A girl? <laughs> Well, it's debatable, actually. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust. All right. Well, okay. Uh, I like the little one. The little one is just funniest. Just I was. I thought show. you were gonna say Beetlejuice. She she could so pull off Beetlejuice. Well, she was Lydia Dietz last year. There, there oh, is but something she could pull off Beetlejuice. just so, unbelievably endearing <laughs> about that that kid, and like she tries to be dark and mystical. But the great thing is. You can tell, like deep down inside, she's like a really nice. Dude, like, it's so sweet, funny because she's like. Kid. Have you seen those those videos online where like someone like what adopts a kitten, here? and they have the kitten, and the kitten is like, "Fuck you, I don't even like you." And then it shows it two weeks later, and the kitten is like upside down on the person's chest, looking up at them, going, "Why aren't you petting me right now?" So it's because they have the asshole aimed at the face. That's why. Two oh, things. Jesus. She'll say. I hate kids. Ugh, they're disgusting. And then you put her around little kids. She's like, "Want to be my friend, dude? I'll be your friend." My girls still ask me, "Can we go see the big girls? <laughs> yeah. Can we go hang out at the big girls at your friend's house?" My Lydia, wife, Lydia loved hanging out with my her. My wife went into her room the other day. Shades were open. It's like a Saturday morning. The child of darkness. The sun. Her room. The only room in our house. For some reason, the sun comes through the window and shines just right on her on the bed like just a ray of sunshine and i was all huh you're not dark you're not dark at all if you were that sun would have found other places to go and a bunch of woodland creatures came in started helping her do her hair put on a dress i just pictured the boys like <laughs> the little woodland creatures that he had what's his face the guy oh with the, yeah black noir yeah black noir <laughs> i can just see it too for some reason if soph talks in any other way besides dark and monochromatic and just practically silent birds and squirrels and everything gather around her so in order to change that she's just oh she is is so hard she is she's a she's a she is daria morgendorfer slash uh she is daria morgendorfer slash uh darlene from roseanne yeah i'm like hair and everything i'm gonna say she's a disney princess because she she looks like a the pictures you share on your in your memory, <laughs> like <laughs> she was adorable as a little kid. Like I just wanted to pick her up and be like, "Oh, little Mixicadian Zach, you're so cute." <laughs> like she just had these like big eyes and this blonde hair. Like love me, and now it's like, "Oh God, I'm sorry." Yeah, she reminds us of that every day. Burning a cross. 
Bro, I, I think so. When I lived here, I'd walk out of my room and go upstairs, and literally, there's just a spider hanging by its neck off the fucking stairs. Like, <laughs> so I went out of my way. I bought her a ceiling fan for her room. She's never had one in there. And I was like, all right, I'll put one in there for you. Come to find out, she only wanted a ceiling fan because she wanted to hang baby bodies from it. So they could spin. And I was like, no, I didn't just spend all this money on a fucking fan for you to ruin it. Did Some you put morbid adult mobiles? Like, or did you put it in and then you walked in the room and saw the baby no, she, spinning? Yeah, I literally was putting the, the glass on the top, like screwing the glass on. And she, Katie comes in and goes, you know what? She wanted a fan, right? And I was like, to like circulate air in the room, cool it off. I don't know. And she's like, to hang dead babies from it. And I look over and she's like, it's going to be awesome. I mean, it could be worse. She could be really into Harry Potter. I think I'd almost, <laughs> almost rather sometimes. I was all pissed, too, because she watched fucking Hocus Pocus 2 without me. Little what butthole. a bitch. I know. And then she's all, by the way, it sucked. Oh, I man. hear it's horrible. Well, it has Bette Midler, so. Woke. Anywho. Uh, cool. Different story. But Okay, r- sorry, just real quick. Uh, Billy. Like this all night. Billy's in it still? Yes. The, yes. the, zombie. the zombie? Yes. And uh, from what I saw, I saw like just a quick one second thing. He looked exactly the same. Yeah. That's good. Good makeup artist. Fucking. It, and it was like it didn't look like CGI. It just looked like he literally hadn't aged. Well, obviously he's dead, but. Hmm. So I don't good know. Make, good, good makeup artist. All I know is apparently now they're actually the good guys. It was all they were misunderstood and blah, blah, blah. Wait, what? Just watch it. Seems like they're rewriting history. I thought we're not allowed to do that these days. They're they're doing that thing where the Salem witches were oppressed. Uh, Only some people can rewrite history. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it, I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say that's looking way too deep into it. Did it's you, a fucking Disney movie, dude. No, you know, uh, Disney's woke as fuck. You can dude. you can be you could be the absolute worst slavers of all time, uh, bro. We were who watching. literally. Literally sold your own people we to were slavery. The middle you of mean watching like the woman king? Yes. And the I, whole fucking movie where they're like, Well, we know we were awful and we got our asses beat by the French, but Wait. uh no. Did you just say oh. the woman king? Okay. Yes. I'm pretty sure they have a term for that. It's called Queen. Slay Queen. And to, I'm just gonna say this right out. Viola uh. Davis, I, I I'm crushing. Like I know as a person, probably me and her have nothing in common. But she looking good. She looking fit. She is, you know, if they call them cougars, she's a panther. Is it the eye of the panther? I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, so. She is, she's very pretty. Yeah. I, you are correct. <laughs> there's just a little, there's oh, something. Wow. It just gets better and better. Never mind. So I took Friday off. All right. I'm going to Reno, Nevada. Why? I'm gonna go hang out with Greg. All right. Yeah, yeah. For real? Let me Wait, no. say what's up. Test, test. Did <laughs> you have like, me muted? That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool though. Greg was fucking badass. What did you yeah. mute me for? Because you kept interrupting me. Why are you going to Reno? I interrupted you. Just like that, I just mute him. Bingo. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? You're fucking funny. <laughs> me interrupting you. <laughs> so you guys are cute. I'm going to Reno on Friday. Oh, right. on what are you phone. picking I'm going, up? I'm going to Twin Falls to meet my aunt and my uncle and my mother. Been there? Uh, yeah, I was just there last weekend, actually. <laughs> I've actually heard of that place. Uh, I'm just never sure where it's at. I was given a ticket to go see Kid Rock. 
Sick. What? Oh, dude, the, how's that Ball with the bog, <laughs> the bang, the bang, diggy, diggy. Yeah, up, said, you could be his I'm new a, midget. I might just be the. <laughs> I might be Zach C. You're gonna be the Oh no. Oh, I'm actually jelly. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're staying at the Nugget. Nice. So it should be fun. They have oh, good burgers. Man. Make sure you awful, 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 whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. So good. I already looked it up. I was like, Dace. Just nice. get there before like the college rush. Oh, happens. for sure. <laughs> well, it's going to be crazy. So I looked at flights because I was just going to fly down there because I did not want to drive. Yeah. I remember when Brent drove us down there, and it was like the longest fucking eight hours of my life. And then I found out it's actually only a six and a half hour trip unless Brent drives. You've never driven to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> No, and it's actually it's that uh, awful. It's that stretch between Jordan Valley and Winnemucca where you can only do fifty. No, it's sixty-five, bro. It's fifty. Until well, unless you're Brent, and then you fucking do like thirty. Safety third. Hey, Brent. But the minute we get Better by the Mustang Ranch, side. Brent floored I, it. I, I like he mind. was gone. I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting to spend more time with you. That uh, that better drive by Winnemucca is just brutal. It was anyway. I, so I wasn't looking forward to the drive, but I'm like, ah, whatever. I'll throw my headphones on and watch some movies or something. Dude, the amazing part with Nevada is there. There's nothing. I mean, you could literally drive for a day yeah. and see nothing. Nothing. But at one point, it was absolutely fucking riddled with miners, what? not children, old men with hard hats and picks. Yeah, hey, whole don't, day. Don't discount the kid miners either. I want a hard hat and a pick, especially in the coal mines. <laughs> I'm, j- I'm just saying, like. It is amazing how far out in the middle of nowhere these boys were building structures, building cities basically underground to to mine gold and silver and titanium. There's a couple of YouTube channels that actually show people that will actually go to all like the just abandoned cities, abandoned forgotten places. Yeah, I watched. I love that guy, dude. That guy's badass. He's like starting his own town back up. Gly is just cool as shit, but. Mm. The simple fact that they were out there, like, you're out of your goddamn minds. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's the 19-whatevers. Come on, get it right, bud. Well, they, they started mining down there in the late 1800s and early 1900s, and a lot of those mines went bankrupt and, and closed down. 1940s, 1950s, got a little more action lately because they can extract more than they've ever been able to extract Oh, before. the mines, are I think, are going pretty heavy but down there right now. It's just amazing to me that these guys were so far out in the middle of god-awful Nevada. Yeah. Where your nearest town is just like, oh, it's a stage stop. You want some beans? Like that's all we got. Good luck. Hey. I do have to. I do have to laugh. So I called. I called the Washoe County Sheriff's Office. Yeah. Because I wanted to know specifically what their carry laws were. Yeah. And I figure, you know, just go to the source. You can read it on the internet, but you never know. Better and, not be uh, bigger than mine. It, it, so Idaho enhanced concealed weapons is a, is a legitimate concealed weapons carry down there. But I don't have that. I have the original for now. However, they have an open carry law just like Idaho. So you can carry it unless it's posted. I want to start being like Steven Crowder and wear a fucking armpit host. host yeah. well, they don't have concealed carry? Those are cool. Well, if you have, if you have, if you have a concealed carry. Well, that's what I was about because you said like the, Idaho. No, open carry. Yeah, but Idaho open. has concealed carry. Yeah. Permitless. Right. But they have an open carry like Idaho. What I'm saying is concealed, though, you have to have a concealed weapons permit. I just came up with a great idea. What is that? Time for another class for concealed weapons enhanced? Time for another town out in the middle of the desert. Wait, right. I'm nice. confused. What are we doing in the desert, Dan? Are we going to become miners? Because I'm in. Digging holes and uh, uh, sweaty armpits. I love and- the movie Holes. 
so good. What? I want oh, some sploosh. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. before he went LaBonkers. <laughs> he will not divide us. He's a lunatic. Did you guys, but, uh, did you guys ever hear about that? He, he did a thing like a live stream, right, where he put up some kind of flag out in the middle of nowhere. He bought some property or some like stand or something and just set up a camera with a live feed that just was on a flag up in the air going, he will not divide us. It was after 2016, obviously. And the fucking geniuses on like 4chan managed to just, from looking at stuff inside the photo, like they saw the top of a tree and like they're like, okay, that kind of tree is only in this state, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Little stuff like that. To where they finally were able to, and like they saw a plane in the background at a certain time, and it was like, well, what was in this area, blah, blah, blah. And they finally, someone, they found it, and they managed to, like, they took down his flag and they put up, like, a Trump flag or something on this camera that he had <laughs> set up, and he just got fucking roasted for it. Well, at least he didn't get a big, huge chest piece yeah. for a roll. And, and this is the same guy that now says when he was 18, he was holding, like, a knife to his girlfriend's throat. Nice. Sounds like a winner. I'm tough, guys. Yeah, and yeah, he, sure you are. He attacked Matt Hardy, or Tom Hardy. Sorry, he attacked Tom Hardy, not not the it's WWE. Like one of the Hardy Boys, not the <laughs> WWE. But and this is the same Tom Hardy who just under the radar, without publicizing it, he joined a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournament and won, and was all like bearded and hairy, and he was just kind of like thanks, and then left. Nice. And Sh- little Shia LaBeouf apparently tried to start a fight, and when the when they interviewed Tom Hardy, he was like, "I was super scared." Ooh, it was like, <laughs> like, but like he was like, it was like he was trying to be convincing that it was actually like a serious thing, and not just him with his hand on LaBeouf's head going, "Stop." I'm about to change your name to Shia LaBitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what got me the, the most about the whole concealed carry down there is concealed means concealed. But in Nevada, concealed means on your person. So the guy's like, yeah, you can have it in your glove box or your center console. or As long as it's not on you and concealed, it's fine. What? Yeah. Just walking around that seems like a good hands. way to get arrested in Nevada. That was from the sheriff's office. That seems like a good way to get arrested in Nevada. No, nope. I read, I saw, I was like, what? So I pulled it up and read it. And it does. It states that in their letter to Idaho. Because the if you go on there, there's a website you can go to for Idaho. And you click on the state. It's, it shows you the Idaho letter that we sent to the state requesting reciproc- reciproc- reciprocity. reciprocity. Yeah, reciprocity. We learned that. Uh, word. Yeah. Um, and then it, sa- it shows you the letter back, right? Which, ironically, Hawaii was like, fuck you. No. So, Zach. California. No. Will will we be able to vis- uh, do a podcast from the Nevada jail that you're in? <sighs> Never know. I I plan on not going to jail, but I make no promises. promises. That's a good yeah. plan. I if I can't yeah. if I can't conceal carry, I'm not going. You can always conceal carry unless you're caught. Just yeah, trying. <laughs> I'm just saying that then like, you're caught carry. <laughs> if you're if I you're was not- concealed carry till I was caught carry. <laughs> Then it was jail carry. If you're not in uniform and you're openly carrying, I just, you know, to each their own. It's your life. Do what you want to do. But I, I, I doubt your, like, mental fortitude. I doubt, you know. You're not a cowboy then. Yeah. It's, Get it's, out of here. No, it's. You it's doubt the, the concept, mental fortitude? The concept of the gray man in survival or, like, combat situations or just daily life. If you are, like, if you, if you saw a guy. Beard down to here, six foot six, tattoos, muscular as hell. 
you're gonna look at that guy and you're gonna use your you know your just perception to be like your spidey sense. That guy probably could fuck someone up, but if you're just kind of you know wearing t-shirt, jeans, uh, wear glasses, whatnot. Jared, you piece of shit, glasses wearing no. son of a okay. bitch. So I'm, if I'm you, a loser, if, if Dan, I, you I, too. If I saw Jared at Same the store. Case. He's above six foot. He has a beard. He's wearing a patriotic T-shirt. Oh, it, it, grunt life! If I'm trying to take over like a store and he's standing somewhere, he's gonna be the first guy that I tap on the back of the head with my gun. Well, Randy's gonna kill me. Yeah. And and nothing says <laughs> shoot me first like open carry too. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's all you're opening yourself up to. Now, if you're if you're someone who works like in a gun store, absolutely. I, well, I, I, yeah, that's different. It makes way more sense. Oh, if that, you're in the mountains and you're exactly. tree and fucking right. cougars or whatever you're doing, like, yeah, yeah, have it there quick, get to. You don't want to have it tucked in your keister. Yeah. Hold on. But the whole point of... So you mean to tell me that walking through the goddamn casino is not a good place to open carry? Oh, just have a gun in each hand. Walk like this. Okay. You can Thank do as you, you wish, but I wouldn't advise it. Thank you. For understanding. The thing is, is <laughs> I just I want you to dress like Yosemite Sam so bad. <laughs> if, just walk if, the, the, the way that a bear. sheep dog works best is if it blends in amongst the sheep. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a knowledge bomb there for you. Are you dog. feeling sheepish? Uh, <laughs> no. Somebody in this room is sheepish. No, I'm not gonna say who. But I think we know. Is it the one smiling like I, he just smelled I, his own I farts? I can't tell if you're looking at me or looking at Randy, you shady-eyed bastard. No. <laughs> he always looks like Tobey Maguire in the third Spider-Man film. <laughs> <laughs> He's cute. Keep it Tobey up, Maguire, not you. Keep it Adorable. No, no. So what did we do this weekend? Yeah, what did we do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? Oh. I, I went and saw a... I, I did some... <laughs> silent mode. I did. Some, Is that what you did this weekend? I did some research on some topics that I've been interested in. Uh, we haven't seen any of them, but uh, well, the Mars colonization, mm -hmm. uh, current current stuff with space flight in general. Mm -hmm. uh, I also went and saw so on for October first to start off the month. Thirty one for thirty one. Yes, I am of the I'm of the mind that Halloween should be its own season and not just a single holiday. Spooky is a season. Uh, and Clear. eat a half my dick and all my balls. Uh, These nuts. Exactly. This is my. This is also my birth month. So I decided. In case you guys didn't know, it's Randy's birth month. Yep. Okay. Month. He was born in the month of October. It's a long ass labor. Should we tell him 40? the day? No. Thirty nine. Yeah. Let's. T yeah. Well, no just mas. give up the day. Come on. I, I figure a hit forty. Down and wait. Maybe have my own house by then. I mean, get me a twenty-five-year-old. You tell them the day, they can figure out the year by now. Because you told them the. Uh, you don't want age, a twenty-nine-year-old so. or a twenty-five-year-old. No, no, you, that's just going off a post I saw where it was talking about oh. how when women hit forty, they might get a young guy who would want a cougar for a night. But when a guy hits forty, he could still get like a twenty-five-year-old chick to marry him and give him five kids. Yeah, but you'd have to put up with her. We're awesome. <laughs> yes, but you gotta admit there are All diamonds right. in the rough where. You could find like a twenty-five-year-old who's you know works in the STEM field. No twenty-five-year-old is going to be interested in my old ass. Well, I thought you were just going to say Randy. <laughs> well, that, that, that's why I said a forty-year-old guy. Oh, all right. 
I don't but know. I, I saw I saw some there. pictures the other day of this smoking hot chick married to this like seventy year old black dude, and they have like a bunch of kids together. And I'm like, ew, ew. It does look gross. He's really old. Yeah. Your grandpa fucker. Especially when you look at like when he was your age. Yeah. You were. Yeah. Non-existent. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> He's too old and slow to go out for milk. So. Okay, Randy went to... Uh, you going to finish I, what you yes. did? So I went to a double feature of The Mummy and Bride of Frankenstein with Which Boris mummy? Karloff. The Brendan Fraser one, duh. Yeah, Be Boris up. Karloff, the 80-year-old, well, fucking 100-year-old ones now. Uh, so I went I went and saw those kind of as a treat to myself to start off the month. Where did you get to see those and, uh, at? Uh, it was at Majestic. Oh, in nice. the uh, oh, nice, the, the majestic uh, is the bomb, dude. Yeah, they yeah, they've, really, they've upped their game Bad since ass. I worked there. The bomb, and then Not this the this uh, I'm also gonna find see if there's any hay rides, some of the spooky uh, like haunted houses. I'm gonna try and hit those up this month by myself, stag, because I I'm a sad pathetic loser. Dude, if I was you, reach out to. I actually, I actually, you know what? I said, fuck it. I'm gonna see if there's like a thing, like a, because in Japan they have a thing where you can rent a girlfriend experience. Just reach out to one those of are our called listeners. escorts, Randy. <laughs> well, those no, are hookers. No, no, no. <laughs> no. The, the, this is a like no touching one. Like you could, like you have to agree beforehand, like to hold hands and stuff. I'm pretty sure you could probably walk up to a random chick on the streets and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna go on this hay ride by myself unless you want to go." It reach out to the niece's mom, dude. Can't hurt. Dude, I've I've reached out and like right now, right now my mom gets phone calls from my niece, gets to talk to her for like fifteen or twenty minutes, but yet I still have not heard anything. She either doesn't like me because she doesn't she doesn't like men after the experience with my brother. She doesn't like my politics. I don't know. I'm, it's out of my hands. So I'm just kind of that sucks. I ju- I just let the the rage kind of just sit in the back of my soul. Keeps me warm at night. Yeah, it gets you that cancer good and deep in your body. Yeah. No, it's... Dan, know, what did you do this weekend? Well, <clears throat> uh, we had kind of a, a back-to-the-roots extravaganza this weekend. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. We were poor folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> so, you know, we we uh, some of us had been discussing the fried bologna sandwiches. Oh, so good. Isn't it? That's so good. Yeah, but we we, we kind of slipped up along the way. And I'll let some of the other people tell the story, the rest of the story. Well, I'm waiting. Uh, so am I. Yeah, we went to the Das Alpenhaus. Well, that doesn't das sound good. like a poor people thing. Well, we went there Sounds to expensive. find bologna. Yeah, we were looking for bologna. We thought <laughs> yeah. the German place had <clears throat> some bologna. And some the, good the German place had some very fun candy. Yeah, I got some candy. Nice. Yeah, nice. I got some spooky... Er, Whacking Geisels? Yeah, Whacking Geisels. <laughs> Whacking Geisels. It just means spooky. Spooky ghosts. <laughs> spooky, goose, <laughs> spooky ghost gummies. So I got some gummies, and I got some Spetzel, or not Spetzel. What do they call that? Spezzy. Spezzy. Yeah. Coke mixed with uh, Sprite. Orange soda. <laughs> okay. It's a big German thing. I got some chocolates. <clears throat> it's got real cocaine in it, too. You got some German chocolates, yeah. Oh, no, I got some... What's that nasty shit we got? That was the time Sprite. Oh, God. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, that was the shit Kyle used to drink. Oh, Jägermeister Concentrate. I, I keep yeah. thinking of the game that you play with the hammer and it's the nail. Nasty. Where it's nasty. Like hammer slogging, but it's... Uh, I can't remember what it's fucking called. Unterberg. Unterberg, yeah. Yeah, it was nasty. 
I don't know how Kyle drank those. It's man. supposed to be after you eat hurt. a big meal, then you drink it and it gives you a boost of energy. But it's like it's like poison. Percentage Deutsch. Of Deutsch is a fun language. Imagine trying to drink a whole bottle of Worcestershire sauce. That's the, Imagine that's the trying to pronounce a whole bottle of unpronounceable sauce. Yeah. Worcestershire. He said it. I said it. We're all good. We know what we're talking Worcestershire. about. Worcestershire. I know what I'm talking about. I, I used to hate when I worked at the Outback Steakhouse and people would come in and be like, oh, uh, can I get some Worcestershire? Like, go fuck yourself. Say it, you f- piece of Lee shit. Lee and Perrins? First of all, you can go fuck yourself because if you think we're buying actual Lee and Perrins, you're fucking wrong. They did. Oh, wow. A high end. High-end, low-class steakhouse. Fancy low-class. Well, I'll tell you what. I bought a uh, gallon jug of Worcestershire sauce that was some off-brand. And I will tell you this. Tasted exactly the fucking same. Crazy. Weird. My family had the same bottle of Worcestershire sauce for, I'm going to say, I'm going to say eight years. But I think at one point we just poured it into a new bottle that we got. Uh, it might have went twelve, and like, no, none of us ever noticed that the it expired. The contamination levels on that is just unfucking real. I did it? In... Did it stand up and bark at you? No. I don't think it matters that it's expired because it's fermented fucking anchovies. You take that shit and you put it in fucking yeah. jerky, bro. That's so oh. good. Oh yeah, it's good and jerky. So liquid smoke. What happened with das bologna lug? Oh, so we didn't find any bologna in Dos Apenas, so we made our way over to That's the European bologna. market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, By the old over. Hastings and Meridian? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that was a good time, too. <laughs> the place is cool. <laughs> There's so many good things there. And but we, they didn't have bologna oh, logs. Oh, we found the bologna logs. Okay. Alex's. Alex's bologna logs. Okay. Otherwise known as Alex's meat. Like with it. a picture of a child on the log. Yeah, it's creepy. It was weird. They had baby they, wieners. They, they, cut, they cut off the picture... So they didn't show the little child's heart on, so it was it, good. It basically it basically <laughs> Made it palatable. The, the picture of this <laughs> child, so it's like if you took a still frame of the little kid from the Somewhere first Joe somewhere Joe Biden movie, is frothing at the mouth. You know, like his funeral picture when the little kid gets hit by the truck? Like it was that. Like it it was creepy. Uber creepy. Yeah. But, we got regular beef bologna. Yep. And then we got uh what was it, garlic? Garlic pork bologna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Das ist gut. Did you smoke it? We put it on the Blackstone. Okay. So sliced it up, put it on the Blackstone, made poor people bologna sandwiches. I just had a regular beef bologna with American cheese and some mustard. Top notch. Brent did well. Brent, on the other hand, went deluxe. And I'm not talking spelled out D-E-L-U-X-E. I'm talking D. Slash L-U-X. Brent went deluxe on his. Toasted his bread. Good call. Good nobody call. Want, fried, up his, fried up his bologna. Cheese that fucker up. Then he fried an egg. Mm-hmm. Dude. In but retrospect, say, I feel bad. I should have gone deluxe. You should have gone deluxe, bro. You, you should have. But see, that's what I remember is the, like the, the fried... Uh, what's that cheap stuff that comes with the red... St- you know, oh yeah, Braunschweiger. No, no, no. The cheap bologna, bologna. Oh, bar s, bar s, yeah. fried. You know, you take the plastic off first. Yeah. Of course, we, we did actually buy the thick stuff of that, and we just never even got into it because we there was so much bologna log. 
There was Alex's meat, and there was nothing. There there's was, nothing after that. After Alex's meat, meat. meat, it was it was it was actually really good. And then we also had I, the, the the hamburger made some potato skins. Yes, that were top notch. Brent hammered out some uh, jalapeno poppers that were too spicy for poppers. everybody. <laughs> I didn't eat them because I'm a bitch and I don't like spicy shit. Well, I ate them because I'm not a bitch and I suffered uh, jalapeno ass the next day. Jesus. And the hamburger made some. Peanut butter rice crispy treats that were oh shit spot those on. were good Bruh. spot fucking on Bruh. me personally I like toasted bread two pieces of bologna diced onions little bit of pan, little bit of pan fried uh, and really really thin slice of tomato so okay and then a little bit of lettuce. So you could have handled the uh, two slices of bologna because, dude, I sliced it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I went too thick. Like, I went way too thick. I should have gone thinner. Bitches dude, were half an inch. Fuck. <laughs> it, it was huge. Yeah, it was I'm hamburger talking, patty thickness. I'm talking, like, two of, like, the nickel thickness ones. Now, did you use, like, regular white bread? Were they buns? Yeah, we, we, the cheapest we, white bread we could find. We, we looked for Wonder Bread and couldn't find it, so we went and just got the 98-cent. Couldn't bread. find Wonder Bread? Really? No, we, we, we only didn't look that hard. Yeah. Yeah, we. I think you got to go to a gas station to buy Wonder Bread now. Yeah, as weird as that sounds, they don't have it. You at probably Winco. have to buy it black market. <laughs> hey man, you holding that Wonder? Looking for them? Bro, I got that white sack with the balloons. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, it, it it was a very successful bologna cookout. It was. Um, we ended up after Jay left. Well, we sparked up a fire. It had a nice yeah, it had fire. A fire going. The new cool fucking neighbor who's fucking leaving yeah, came over. Dick. Leaving. Ghost Hunter. He's cool Dick. as shit. Like, yeah, legit. Legit. Of my, uh... One of us, but with money. It's fun. <laughs> it's crazy to see it. My EMF uh, finder showed up. Oh, Try it out. Yeah. So, and it's it's not like, like, they put, like, in the ad, they put, like, Ghost Hunter on it, but it's like, it's like an actual, like, sensor, like, for just, you know, checking to make sure, like, equipment's de-energized and shit. Sick. I feel like he's walking around in his Ghostbuster costume. <laughs> do you have to make your own sound effects, or does it do it on its own? Uh, it, it does not have sound effects yet. <laughs> yet, that I have found. Uh, I, I only looked at it sparingly, and I haven't gotten the... Uh, I'm still waiting on the uh, the di- digital track. recorder. But I also have... I have an old uh, cassette tape recorder that I'm going to set up, because I, I actually... Pl- I'm planning on, in the future, at some point, trying to either... The state penitentiary, someone, whatnot, and just being like, look, I just want to do like an investigation, like an overnight. Probably, probably won't start off at the. It's Idaho never state been done before. Never let you. No, do it's. That. Yeah, I know you're joking because it's done all the time. You got to show up with cameras and shit, man. Being like, we're doing yeah. this. You're not Zach Baggins, but then you have to lay on the ground, have somebody draw a chalk circle around you, <laughs> put some blood in it. And then light it on fire, and then belittle the ghost. You have to belittle... It's it's not like the movies. You have to belittle the ghost into leaving, like, Fuck you, buddy! You need to leave! I know know you died here. You were sodomized. Extreme ghost hunters. (laughs) Extreme ghost hunters. Fuck you, buddy! Did you you go watch the whole episode? Like I want to, I want to do, do it. I want to get it together, but I want to get like a cast of characters, and I want it to be like my own personal MythBusters. Like I want there to be kind of a hot redhead, and then like a really smart little Asian dude. Randy's a Grant, we he miss hasn't you. Seen my Halloween costume this year. You don't know any Asians. I'm gonna be a hot redhead for Damn. Halloween this year. Wait, my nephew. 
I, I, I actually work with a, a gentleman of the Asian persuasion. Oh, I do know an Asian. Never mind. You can <laughs> have him. Yeah. You want him? Bruh. Bruh. He walks really fast like there's a nuke coming for all of us. And he, he just runs. runs. <laughs> for summer, I've never... Dude, I've worked where I worked for 16 years. I have never seen somebody, like, run across our plant to get something. This little moron is just running around out there like a spider monkey trying to gather stuff up. <laughs> For no reason. I never noticed it that he said something, and I went, oh my god, he does. Dude, this guy fucking runs everywhere. Spider monkey. Spider monkey, if you're listening, you know who you are. Oh, but then, (laughs) after the fire kind of died down a little bit, and our cool new neighbor, uh, he was like, you guys want to come check out the house? Because it's the old crack house in our neighborhood where they had a big, huge meth bust. He's like, do you want to come check out my house before I move and see everything? Bro. Bruh. Fucking beautiful house. And then he's just like, hey, you guys want some, like, whiskey or or some bourbon? Yeah. Pulls out a $170 bottle of bourbon and just goes, let's just finish this. Huh? So you did? Oh, yeah. And he's a ghost hunter. Oh, bro. But what does he do for, like, Randy's dick is touching the table? Right now? Um, he works for a big company doing uh, software sales. Uh, I was going to say, I hope I was wondering if he worked for Roto Rooter. He, he, Dude, he's the kind of guy I looked at him and I was like, "How do you feel about Bob Lazar?" And he's like, "Oh, Bob Lazar!" Like went off. You want to talk about Bob Lazar? We got to talking about him, and I was like, I listened to the Joe Rogan interview with him, and at first I was just like, "Dude's full of shit." Dude's full of shit. Halfway through, I'm like, "Yeah." That's right. He's he's real. He's not making this shit up in any way, shape, or form. Bob Lazar is like Alex Jones, where Alex Jones will literally go, they're turning the frogs gay. Turn the freaking frogs gay. And you're like, okay, Alex. And then he's like, pull it up, Jamie. And Jamie's like, they're actually doing shit where they're turning the frogs, like they're making them change their sex. <laughs> and it's like, like some of the stuff he says is just kind of like, eh, it toes the line. But then he's like, he was he was telling Joe Rogan about Epstein, like before anyone had an inkling that Epstein was up to that kind of shit. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And Joe Rogan even pointed out, he's like, "You were telling me about Epstein like back in the day," and he's like, "Yeah, well, bro." It People are always surprised when I'm actually right. It's like listening to the. Uh, it was a couple of weeks ago the uh, Crowder episode where he yeah. had Alex Jones on it. You just like listen to the bullshit he's going through with the. Uh, court cases mm-hmm. on the Sandy Hook stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I told him I was wrong. I never specifically stated any of this, and they're still coming after me. And the lawyers are pinpointing. He was like, yeah, this lawyer basically told this woman that this is everything I said. And he goes, I just recorded an episode taking back everything I ever said. All this. Did you physically listen to it? No. Well, my lawyer said, yeah, exactly. And then the lawyer jumps in and knocks him out of the yeah. way. You can't talk to her. What I think is funny with Alex Jones is like him or dislike him, that's fine. I mean, everybody has their right to like who they like and dislike. I like Ben Shapiro. You hate Ben Shapiro. I, I don't hate Ben you Shapiro. You can't listen to Ben Shapiro. Well, no, it's just he has <laughs> he has some either. he has some very bad takes, and his his voice is just kind yeah. of you know like for one thing he's like he was he was so against Trump. Until he realized that the party wasn't going his way on that, and that people like Trump, and then he's like accepted Trump, and then even though he's a lawyer, he's he's made some statements on things where he's like, 
it's not the smartest thing to say when you're a lawyer and someone's been found not guilty of something and you're still kind of intimating that you think they did it. I yeah. still Bono. love the way he transitions into fucking commercials for his podcast, yeah. so it's so it's funny. <laughs> but what what I'm trying to say is, like, even though he's considered like, oh, Alex Jones is this cuckoo beans crazy person. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you notice the amount of respect he gets from a huge amount of people... I, I think he has more allies on his side than you can even begin to imagine. More people that think, hey, well, he, he talks like a crazy person. He says a lot of weird things. But you're talking about a guy who is in the middle of a court case where they're going after him for millions. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're trying to see all these elites and celebrities or like pedophiles. He's like, do you mean like uh, Jeffrey Epstein with the Clintons? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he said it. Oh, yeah. And it's. It's just one after another after another. I I, I heard a huge mm-hmm. yeah. file you're, you're, about that. You're calling them all tyrants? Well, yeah, when they act like it. Oh, yeah. But I, I just think it's funny how for somebody so demonized by a small group, there's a large group that's afraid to say anything positive about him because the retribution and they mm-hmm. just get fucked. They're screwed. Here's the, I, I'm of the mind now where it's like I view anyone – who has a platform, who uses it to talk about politics, anyone, both sides, you're at least partially a grifter. Yeah. You're, you're at least partially, you don't really care about the, like uh, Tim Pool. Do you guys know who Tim Pool is? He's he's a, a liberal who has kind of turned libertarian, and like he's like moved out to like the countryside now. They've, they've doxxed him, they've swatted him and stuff. And he was a guy, like back in the day, he worked for Vox, or Vice, and like he covered the Occupy Wall Street stuff. Is he the one who got swatted on live? Yeah, and they he, was, like, he was doing a live recording a with his crew. Yeah, yeah, and he got like SWAT showed up because somebody called something in on him. Okay. And like his videos, he's always like doom and gloom, and he's always making things sound the worst. That's how I feel about all of these like political influencers and stuff. It's like they, at the end of the day, all they want is engagement, and they want stuff to be bad. It's it's from CNN to Fox to any of the people that do YouTube. I'm tired of hearing these people fucking t- talk about politics. Start your own channel, Randy. No, because I would just have to, I would have to be like them. No. Otherwise, I'd be talking to like five people, like fucking exactly. Mel Gibson and conspiracy theory. Be yourself, man. But so the, see, the thing is, if you talk to five people, <clears throat> and if you can influence five people, or maybe influence one person, just all you have to do with people because people have their set ideas. And all you have to do is just bump them off the track a little bit. You don't have to change them and make them make a U-turn. You just got to bump them a little bit. And Dan, that's that's where it's Dan, at. my ideology at this point is if I'm going to influence people, if I'm going to have a following, it's because I'm a cult leader and I'm going to get a couple of thousand people to drink some Kool-Aid but and try like, and do my best to like help Wayne's out the planet. But you're a sick bastard. You Stop it. And yeah. it's like I only have five listeners, but then they tell five friends and then they tell five friends. And then you end up with Jamestown. All right. So Jones. that ended well, right? Whatever. Jamestown, Jonestown, both of them ended Jerry well, Town. right? Jamestown's pretty bad. Okay, have you been there lately? Let's talk about our topic tonight. We we have a topic. We do. I I yeah. Celebrity deaths oh. and how they made you feel. Uh, okay, well I'm gonna say in the last ten years, the two celebrity deaths that hey, have you weren't first. But but go ahead. No, it, 
No, no, it's fine. No, no, no. You just cut no, the line. He, he crowded to the front of the line. Let him go. You just I don't want to go. Way. Now. I don't want to go. Elbowed your way in front of Dan. I don't want to go now. No, it's too Dan, late. Dan, go first. Nope, it's too late. No, nope, too late. Before beauty. Sorry, bud. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Not and I mean it's kind of it's dual purpose because obviously, or not obviously, I guess, but Robin Williams had a big impact on me because. Uh, two of my biggest heroes growing up. One was Christopher Reeve. You leave that fucking S off the end of his fucking name. Oh, God. I saw an interview the other day where somebody was talking about him, mm-hmm. and they kept calling him Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. Christopher Reeves. I was like, Randy would be dying inside. <laughs> I was and, so and, happy and about here's it. Here's the thing. There's another actor that played Superman. His name was George Reeves. Some of us can enough. remember that. Yes. I actually I shared a photo or like a gif of George Reeves playing Clark Kent typing, and I sent it to Dean Kane, the actor who played him in the 90s show. Uh, <laughs> kind of like Dick Sargent and Dick York yeah. playing Sergeant York. Sergeant York. Uh, so uh, Robin Williams, bro. he was actually good friends with Christopher Reeve. They were actually uh, roommates at Juilliard, the acting school. And when Christopher Reeve had his terrible accident and paralyzed himself pre-Patch Adams, Robin Williams showed up at the hospital in a full regalia of, like, a, a mask, a cap, a doctor's, and he, like, apparently came in with, like, a great big, like, five-gallon bag or something and said he was there to give him an enema or something. <laughs> and he did that, like, the it was, like, within days of him, like, breaking his neck, and he did that to kind of bring levity uh, and I those two guys were like role models to me growing up so when I found out that Robin Williams died that was horrible and then it came out that it was suicide but it came out later that the reason was is he actually had uh, a neurological condition a type of dementia which actually was like altering his perception of reality to where you can't even say for certain that he knew what he was doing when he took his life isn't his similar to the one that Bruce Willis has well, Bruce Willis has aphasia. Okay, I can't remember yeah. if it was the same. Or yeah, not. so Bruce Bruce Willis uh, has aphasia, which is damage the speech speech centers of his brain, where he isn't able to c- communicate effectively. But as far as I know, he's still able to perceive reality the same. Okay. And whereas Robin Williams, it's like they say that after this stuff affects you long enough, you are basically a different person. Louis body dementia. Yes, that's it. Uh, and so it was kind of a. I mean, it was horrible that it happened to him because he was someone who uh, brought so much joy to people. The fact that he meant so much to me as a kid. And then also the fact that it was like, if it wasn't for that illness, it wouldn't have happened. Even though he was someone who, you know, dealt with, you know, mental health, depression, all that stuff, drug addiction. And then Paul Walker. When Paul Walker died, for some reason, like... I wasn't like a super big fan of his work or anything, but it was the fact that, you know, that like when the news came out that he had died in a car crash and then the, like he didn't die immediately. It was the fire that got to him and he was still kind of a young, good looking guy. And the fact that he would have been like horribly burned when he died. I don't know. It was just kind of, I don't know. There was something that seemed like, more gruesome in my mind like the way I imagined his death playing out seemed very gruesome in my head for a guy who was like had everything going for him I I, along that same line and same tragic end Ryan Dunn from Jackass yes because for some reason like 
I don't know, the jackass guys seem like the kind of dudes that would just show up and and hang out and drink a beer and, you know, light farts on fire and just be jackasses. Kind of like us with less sense. Yeah. I mean, they got guys like Brad Pitt and Sean Penn to just hang out with them. Yeah. And I think think Ryan Dunn, that that one was kind of like one of the first, like, oh, shit, I can die moments, you know, Mm. because this guy who does stupid shit for a living and puts himself at risk for a living, like did something stupid in regular life and, you know, wound up a crispy critter just like Paul Walker. Mm-hmm. And it just happens that fast. And that kind of... And it's it fucked up his best friend for yeah, a long Chris time. Yeah, Chris Bonnie's was a mess. Oh, I was thinking of Bam. Oh, Bam's Bam. clusterfuck. Fuck that guy. Well, Chris yeah, Bonnie's no, no, no. But, like, Bam, Bam was an addict, and he's always been. They had an intervention where Dunn was there. Yeah. But like after that guy, like he was like it was his excuse to, and I guess he's on the like Steve-O got a hold of him and like he's uh, healthy. But like yeah, he went like when the, they did the latest Jackass and they kicked him off because they had like a like look Steve-O did this. Yeah. Steve-O got right. You know whatever you, whatever you do in your personal life, but while we're doing this movie, if you want to be a part of it. We expect you to behave by this clause oh, yeah. we've set up, dude. And Steve-O's story is phenomenal. Oh yeah, like, I love watching his. If you if you haven't fucking, seen where he's been and yeah. where he's where he's come from to where he is now, the fact that that fucker's alive is amazing. He took a fucking hot sauce enema. Not only that, but Ooh. the amount of drugs yeah. that guy did. Like he just he was an absolute fucking wild man. If you, uh, he was part of, I, I, I remember if it was a podcast or just a YouTube channel, where you literally get to see Steve-O from Jackass and Steph Tanner from Full House talk about their drug usage, uh, which she was an alcoholic and he, uh, I don't know if, if he was on meth or heroin or, I mean, he was probably on a lot of shit. I think she was on meth. I imagine Steve-O's probably done whippets. Did she have depression teeth? She got her teeth fixed. Oh, good. DJ Tanner's still Precide. looking good, by the Precide. way. Proceed. I'm sorry. Oh, no. So, yeah. Were you done? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I was just finishing up what he was saying about uh, done. Dan, what do you got for us? Well, <clears throat> one of the... First of all, I didn't bring a laptop, but I did bring oh, paper. Oh, Cleopatra. <laughs> Good guess. In your lifetime. In my lifetime. Yeah, it was a joke. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> you know, you know the thing is, in my lifetime, I've seen a lot of people die. I mean, JFK, Marilyn Monroe, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix. All but, the 27 Club. Yeah. But there are some people that, that... I do have a Playboy with Marilyn Monroe in it. Save it. I, I used to. It's It fell apart. But... <laughs> Well, it was Shocker. all stuck together. It was the 50th year anniversary. But there, there are some people that, that really, like, made a difference in my life, and I wish they were still here. And I have, let's see, a musician, uh, a writer, a comedian. Jerry Garcia. Of course, Jerry Garcia. But, but Jerry Garcia, sadly, kind of had it coming. And what, um, lifestyle? Lifestyle. He... Drug addiction, weight problems, sleep apnea, diabetes. He didn't take care of himself. And Basically, just listed off my life. Payday, payday <laughs> came due. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs> but the people I, I, 
I miss Garcia because I'm an old deadhead and and I miss the music and I still listen to music that's good. 30, 40, 50, 60 years old. It's Th- ridiculous. That's good? Good to me. Are you a, are you a vinyl guy? Not anymore. No, you don't. No. Know. Uh Garcia actually said I equate I equate deadheads to people that like black licorice. That's so good. There aren't many people that like black licorice, but the ones that really do really, really like it. Or buttermilk or whatever. And that's just, that was Garcia. Also good. Garcia, when he died, he was like 56 and looked worse than I do at uh, 60-some. The ones that I really miss, though, Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, Because he had a sharp wit. He wrote a book about the Hells Angels. He wrote a book about the 1972 campaign. Uh, Richard Nixon and George McGovern. Um, he he basically killed himself because he suffered with depression all his life and he had horrible drug abuse problems. And uh, at his funeral, um, they played Norman Greenbaum's Spirit in the Sky and Bob Dylan's Mr. Tambourine Man. And they shot his ashes out of a cannon with the two-thumbed peyote holding fist and johnny depp was there johnny depp was there yes he was you can actually find video of it um one of the uh some i i got some uh, hunter s thompson quotes a man who procrastinate procrastinates in his choosing will inevitably have his choice made for him by circumstance that is a heavy quote because it means if you sit around uh pulling your pud decisions will be made for you I saw you posted that and uh, got somebody a little riled up. They need to be riled up, and I will continue to do so. God. I love watching it, though. It was, is was it Snowflake McBitch face? No. And, and, and another thing I'm going to post soon that will rile up the same person, the main problem, this is another Hunter S. Thompson quote, the main problem in any democracy is that crowd pleasers are generally brainless swine who can go out on stage and whoop their supporters into an orgiastic frenzy, and then go back to the office and sell every one of the poor bastards down the tube for a nickel apiece. I love that word, <laughs> orgiastic. Gets a little warm in here. You can you can undress. Uh, the other one was the other ones. John Lennon, and this is particularly personal for me because I went from the guy that sang, "She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah." To the guy that says um, a working class hero is something to be, if you want to be a hero, just follow me. And and John Lennon uh, lived to be forty years old. That's it. Yeah, forty years he was old, young, man. And he I was didn't a guy. Realize that he was forty. Did, and he did was your shot mind down. just get blown right yeah. now? <laughs> he was he was forty years old when he got shot down by a lunatic. I, I thought he was a little bit younger than that. And and he'd kind of gone through this whole thing of. You know the Beatles, and this was a guy who was who was like really uh, less well off than any of us in this room were growing up, and and then all of a sudden in his like early twenties he became fabulously wealthy and fabulously inf- influential, and um, I mean if you listen to you know the Beatles, she loves you, but I would encourage anybody listening to John Lennon's "Working Class Hero" as a song. Take your notes. And um, uh, th- one, of, one of his quotes that I really appreciate, he said, when it gets down to having to use violence, 
then you are playing the system's game. The establishment will irritate you, pull your beard, flick your face to make you fight. Because once they've got you violent, then they know how to he handle you. The only thing they don't know how to handle is nonviolence and humor. And this was a guy that was surveilled by the FBI. They tried to get him out of the United States. He fought it. And he finally got out of these, the United States uh, via a 38 caliber bullet. The other guy, <clears throat> the last guy, that I really miss, and I think we'd, we would desperately need him now, is George Carlin. Fucking A. And George Carlin was born in 1937, which means when World War II ended, he was uh, seven, eight. And, and, and his, so, uh, a quote or two of his, um, I've set my own rules to live by. The first one is, never believe anything the government says. The other quote is, governments don't want a population capable of critical thinking. They want obedient workers, people just smart enough to run the machines and just dumb enough to passively accept their situation. You have no choice. You have owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They own and control the corporations. They've long since bought and paid for the Senate and Congress, the state houses, the city halls. They got the judges in their back pockets, and they own all the big media companies. So they control just about all of the news and information you, got, you get to hear. Now, Carlin started off kind of this, he started off really light humor, and he kind of went through this hippy-dippy stage where that was kind of his persona. But as he got older, he got more and more cranky and more and more realistic. And I remember I watched a special of his once, and he said something like this, and I, well, it's, they've probably thrown it down the memory hole. He said, they always want to do stuff for the children. Well, I say, fuck the children. That took some balls. Because Carlin, Carlin at that time knew that... that uh, the things and the, under the guise of the children was was a, a way to control people. And now I'm done. I've monopolized too much well, time. I think someone like Carlin has almost been reincarnated with the way Dave Chappelle's been handling himself lately. Chappelle. Because because if you look at it, it's, it's very similar. Dave Chappelle started out as just a comedian, got super famous got a show where he was saying stuff that was off the rails. I mean, you look back at the shit that they said on the Chappelle show, like, dear God, today that would have been canceled the second he said, nah, they just get rid of it. And now you look at him now, and he's moved on to territory where he's saying things where he's going, hey, it's a joke. You know, if, if we can't laugh at these things, what's the purpose of being alive? If you If you can't point out the fact that you know, this thing that you've decided is a cherished little thing on a pedestal can't be made fun of. Like, there's no point to being around. There's no point to living. Like, that's stupid. I don't remember who it was, but there was a comedian somewhere that said either it's all okay or none of it's okay. Like, we can either make fun of everything and everything's fair game or nothing's fair game. And you can't have it both ways. You can't have, well, these this group of people can say this and this group of people can say that. Like, you've got to be able to laugh, and you've got to be able to joke, and you've got to be able to point the finger back at yourself and laugh and make fun of yourself, or else we're all going to die miserable, stuck-up cockfags. I think that's what a lot of people want, though, right? 
Yeah. That sounds like what a racist homophobe would say. <laughs> no. I, I fear for people your age. Should, I'm going to let that drop right there. Brent, where are you at, bud? What do you got? Well, for me? Yeah. Following up Daniel? Come on now. <laughs> Damn. So, my idea when I came up with this topic was why do people care so deeply about a celebrity? Because well, it was like... Look at like Michael Jackson. When well, he died. and it's it's somebody that you don't know. You'll, you were never going to meet in your life. You were never going to even... And I mean, it's it's gone past that now. Because I mean, now I think back onto the stuff that like influenced me. 90% you know? of the people that have met their heroes have been disappointed. Yeah. And however, I do hear if you meet Shaq, he is the coolest dude in the world. Oh yeah, he seems good. That dude just goes into Walmart, buys bikes, and like hand them, hands them out to kids. Like TVs, like random. He, he does random shit with his money. He's apparently just like the coolest dude in the world. But so like with mine, and it was like the same thing with like what uh, Jay said last week with like the Queen dying, and like all these people just were just in fucking tears about it. And you're just like, bro, that was literally a family of people that oppressed all of these people that you are fucking now standing up for in this country, but you're just kind of cool with it because, you know, the queen died. But who cares? Really, like, the whole, like, yeah, going back in history, their family did, but, like, that group of people, they're, they're like, they're like tabloid darlings. I believe. What was the phrase again? But these are the same people that think that today... We're responsible for the sins of my great 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 grandpa, mm. and yeah. yet the but queen the dies. people the people crying are the people over in the UK. If you were on social media the last two weeks, there was a whole thing where there was a bunch of American douchebags, basically, and there was even a thing where it was like before September 11th, the anniversary. There was a bunch of Americans calling them, you know, oh they're colonizers, oh they're this, oh they're that, and then there was all the people over in the UK, and they're like, someone was said like, you know. We're trying to honor a woman who gave her life in service to her country. She served in World War II as a mechanic when she was a princess, and she didn't have to. And you guys, you're you stand behind a guy who, who died of like, drug poisoning, whatnot, after putting like a gun to a woman's belly. So like the whole like the whole back and forth, of, yeah, the whole back and forth with that. It was like two different cultures where they're like, you know, she would like to the UK. That was like their grandma. And to us, it's just, oh, well, she killed Princess Diana because it's, like, some, like, I don't Conspiracy. know. Conspiracy. Yeah, some pop culture thing. Scoreboard, that motherfucker. Yeah. All right, well, I digress about that entire thing. However. <laughs> I'm wrong. My bad. I believe. <laughs> but I, I, also, I think that I might have possibly, if there was a thing that was reincarnation, I think I was someone important to her in my past life. Oh, you were? Guns and buns, pull your mic away, Randy. You're done. You were the piss boy. No, well, no. I like honestly. <laughs> I have boy. always, I have always felt all kin- that piss. I have always felt a kinship with the Queen of England. Ah, so you were one of them. He's one of the people crying. That's why he's so one mad the, about it. One of the proper people. <laughs> but I, don't know I, would, I would bet that there were a number of Indians and Pakistanis who were upset about Queen Elizabeth's death. Oh yeah. And the Indians would have a fair amount of reason to not be upset about her death, but still, because because it's England. And they're part of England now. 
England, they were the first ones to abolish slavery. So, but I think stay you're forgetting a fact that they had slavery. Yes, and we can't, <laughs> and you cannot judge current people or current society. Uh, or or past societies based on the morals of today. I wish I could just ding, hammer ding, ding, this ding. button so it could just yeah. bing a trillion times. We we all know now that you should not own people. The sins of my. You father. know what? You guys are right. I love that slavery's gone. But there was a there wait was, a minute. There was a time when slavery was not slavery's worse than it ever was. No. Slavery was a product of war. You mean yeah. slavery is? Yeah. You would. The, the men that you could use for work, you worked. The ones you couldn't, you killed, and you kept the women. It happened at Rome. It happened in Greece. It happened all over. On the plains of America? It, in Africa? It, it, it happened to the Scottish. Like, there is there is not a culture the that, Irish. Has not, that, yeah, that has not experienced slavery of some kind. Oh, yeah. It's and happened. you know what? There's not a culture today. I, I, I An intelligent, civilized, regular, normal-thinking culture for whatever those words mean in this day and age, that will look at you and go, yeah, slavery's good. Like, nobody thinks that. No one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, that being said, China has millions of Uyghur Muslims mm-hmm. locked up as slaves that they're using to make you new Nike shoes and iPhones. But that doesn't count. Um, uh, someone should tell LeBron James. <laughs> oh, LeBron doesn't know how slavery works. He just knows how slavery works here 200 years ago, and it's my fault still. I don't know. Yeah. But it's no, people just you got white skin. People, you get accused of well, the winner writes the history books. Wrote, the winners wrote the history books. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Now you you have the ability to look into things that it just didn't exist 50, 60 years ago. Here's your textbook. That's all you know. That's all we know. That's all you get to know. And and now you can learn more than you've ever been able to learn. And and people think that we haven't learned from the mistakes of the past. You're just dumb. You're just dumb. The United States is the biggest, most badass, dick-swinging country in the world. If we wanted to rule the world, we could probably get it done. But you know why you don't? Because that's not how the world works anymore. Honestly, we could probably do it just with our Navy and Air Force. We wouldn't even have to include our ground forces. They, exactly. I, that's I was not look- the world we live in anymore. S- the thing is, is... Hey, can can we all just go down to the local library and burn the books we don't like already? Can we do that, please? You, when you, <laughs> so I feel like it already happened once, but... They recently overturned Roe v. Wade, and they basically said... Abortion is not a constitutional right. It is something that the states must decide for themselves because that is where the center of power should be for the people is in their states. And everyone here is like, they're taking away our our rights. Meanwhile, there are women in Iran right now who are getting beaten to death yeah. because they're not wearing hats. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she got, there's a lady that got beaten to fucking death to the point where women now are pulling off their hats and pulling off their hijabs? Yes. They're pulling them off and protesting against people that will, honest to God, kill them with absolutely zero repercussions. And zero regret. So this, this girl was like... An and un- you think you're oppressed because somebody said something mean to you. There Funny was the fr- story there was the first so girl, free here. The first girl that d- was killed... And then this latest girl, she was at a protest. I, she looked like, from the video I saw, like she was some kind of underground artist or something. 
uh, a singer. And so they grabbed her. She was thrown in the back of a police van. A week later, her body was presented. Her, her nose was broken and her skull was caved in. And after a week with those animals, which is that that is what they are, I wouldn't be surprised if she was sexually assaulted as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I'm usually of the mind of interventionalism is, you know, not good. Most of the time, I'm of the mind of, you know, just because we as a country have the might. Because you can doesn't mean you should. Right. But I, I swear, if it was something like where they said, like the Ukraine, like, you know what, you might die, but... We're gonna set. We're gonna set up a bunch of guys to go in there and just take out all the bastards we're, and get the women out. We're the same morons who send hundreds of millions of dollars to Iran for women's studies. Meanwhile, Ukraine's in the corner jacking off with billions. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying that is by any means right either. Meanwhile, Baltimore's a shithole. But but we're gonna send hundreds of millions of dollars to a country where a woman is a hole for fun and a hole for babies. They're not using that for that, you morons. They're doing whatever the fuck they want with the money and going, oh, yes, now, we are looking now, see, into women. This is why they need to be more like the Greeks, where the where the ladies had the holes for babies and the boys had the holes for fun. <laughs> that's actually... No. That's, apparently, that's it's, actually... It's in, hor- horribly true, but no. <laughs> no that's like, I think it's in one of their scrolls or like one of their <laughs> sayings from someone. Or, one of those yeah, crazy the sweet, simple youngs you know of a the, boy. The, the, so the thing is, you can find photos from the 70s before they had the Islamic Revolution. Oh, in bikinis and beautiful places and there paved is, streets and... Trees. There is six. Trees? There is six women sitting on a bench, smoke with, show hot with books. You know yeah. why? Because they were going to college. Oh yeah. Wait, wait. What do you? What is this college you talk about? What are these well, women? Well, in the seventies, it was probably a place where you could go to receive higher learning, and then you would have one professor who had long hair, glasses. Smelled like patchouli. I remember those days. Yeah. Damn it, Daniel. Like, like Donald Sutherland in Animal House. <laughs> you need to see this long-haired, glass-wearing hippie over here talking to us about fucking peace and love. My Potter. hair's short. And I forgot to say Patrick Swayze in my notable list of celebrity deaths. Your hair's long, you long hair. Brent, you haven't seen shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I have you like need not one apply. of them that I can even like come up well, with. Well, what is it? Kurt Cobain. The one dude that I really, really do wish could make more music. Kurt Cobain? Kurt Cobain. Honestly, no. I would also, like, if I could go like this and have Kurt Cobain come back, like, like basically at the second that he Did died. Did you just call him Kurt Co? I kind of like that, to be honest. <laughs> no. like, that's, that's what I heard, right? Kurt Cobain. Like, if I could, I would set up a press conference, right? And I would snap his fingers, and he would come back right at the second of his death and just hear him go, Courtney, no, stop. What are you doing? You know, the thing Courtney that would suck, it. though, I, I, I think everybody likes to think that Kurt Cobain would still be like, oh, yeah, I'm just a grunge guy. I have a bad feeling he'd be like, Coke, Coke Zero, <laughs> drink it up, it is good with some wings. And then everybody would be pissed at him. Well, the, uh, the other thing was... Great drink, Kurt Cobain. Great drink, my friend. <laughs> this is why we don't have a camera in this place. <laughs> you know what? You better be careful, Randy, or his ghost is going to come back and grape you in the mouth. 
<laughs> Kurt Cobain, unfortunately, was probably smells like old spice. And I think that led to his demise, the uh, mental illness. Oh, I'm sorry, you know, but if you, a, it's if kind you, of a trending deal here in in most of who's been brought up is the mental illness. But if you look this at is true, there's there's like a documentary you can find that goes into his death and. Courtney Love hired a private investigator to try and find him, mm. and the private investigator that worked with Courtney Love at the time that Kurt was missing, that private investigator believes that she and I think it's her cousin, who was friends with Kurt and supposedly was the one that found him. Ah, so you watched the Bleach documentary as well. Yeah, that guy believes that she was involved. And while we're talking about mental illness, there's Courtney Love. Oh, yeah. Mentally unstable. Spot. Even I knew that. Okay. Big J, yeah. Big J, we're coming to you. What do you got? Big I, John. <laughs> Big Bad John. Saddest song uh, in the world because all they did was put up a little thing. The bottom of this hole stood up big, big man. Couldn't even put his fucking you, name on it. You know there's it. a sequel to that Fuck song. Fuck you. <laughs> there's a sequel to that song. Oh, God. Cajun Woman. Huh. Is there is that is that <laughs> Sorry, tattooed Jay. on somebody's it, ass at the bottom of this hole, dude? Never I, mind. That song irritates me every time I hear it. I'm just like, come on. No, I I never really followed or paid that close of attention to celebrities to get super upset when I figured out that they died. Um, one I remember when I was a kid was Jim Henson. When he died, yeah. for some reason that upset me really bad, and my dad looked at me that and he goes, "Me too." Is this really worth crying about? And I was like. No, he goes, did you know him? Were you no. friends with him? Like, he goes, it's okay to be sad, but it's another thing to kind of lose your mind about somebody that you don't know. And I was like, oh, I see what you're doing there. Uh, <laughs> to shut your day down completely and be like, I'm upset because this person I've never met in my life died. Well, I, I thought the Muppets were going away. That's all I cared about. <laughs> they came out with Muppet Babies, so you're fine. But then uh, later on, like, Actually, fairly recently, um, we all got into this podcast called Roundtable Gentlemen, mm. and I've listened to the whole thing two or three times, and it's just stupid friends talking and joking and picking on each other. and Kind of like us. Kind of like we do. Mm. And one of the guys died, and it was completely out of the blue, and his life was kind of on a big uphill tick. Like, he was really starting to have things fall in line for him. He's starting to get more and more famous. And not that famous means your life is going up, but he was making more money and succeeding at what he wanted to do. And he was in Mexico on a family vacation, had a fucking brain aneurysm, and died. I was going to say, I think you called me on that. And here's and, the thing is I don't talk to Jared on the phone. Yeah, I don't call and people. And the only time I've ever talked to him on the phone is when the AM station for Sports Talk went to FM yep. and <laughs> when I'm pretty sure Bird Luger died. Yeah. And it was just weird that Kevin Barnett died, and because he was one of the youngest people in that crew, and he was he probably, was hilarious too. He was probably one of the most sober and not a complete nutbag and not doing drugs and losing his mind like a lot of them were. And, you know, something just as simple as "I have a headache" turned into him being dead a couple days later. It is interesting you say he was one of the most sober because I specifically remember an episode where they were like challenging him to drink. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh. Early in it, yeah, <laughs> sober as a cat. He's gonna drink what? It was supposed to uh, be six nine cores. Yeah, lights. He had nine cores. And lights. he had two. Sober as a cat. <laughs> but no, it's just and that that one kind of hit me just because, and I think it was different with the podcast. Is like. 
I almost, I guess, started seeing myself as one of them because I'd kind of chime in in my head and, you know, answer their questions and how I would do it my way. And I'd listen to this so often that it was almost like they were my friends that they didn't know. They're my secret friends. They're your fake podcast <laughs> Nobody, nobody knows my fake that's podcast your, friends. Your imaginary that's, friends. Well, that's how, that's how all these people are with the, like, the celebrity that they – obviously with the cult of personality now the way it is, is it's deeper than that. Where it's like before you could kind of like you said you see yourself in someone and you don't like romanticize them as much, but you you just kind of see like wow it's almost like seeing what I could do if I could be up there or like I look at that person I think they actually deserve to be where they're at. Where nowadays it's just like I don't know this person has the same brand of that I have. He's got teeth like me. She did a sex tape. Yeah. yeah. What I don't understand, though, is the people that are like, did you hear little Two Jones died? Man, little Two Jones was the voice of an inspiration of Man. a nation of a nation. Pine- pineapple head got shot outside of a jewelry store. Yeah. Oh, XXX Tentational? <laughs> but I mean. I called, him, I called him Pineapple Head. My niece hated it. Julio did Who? just die like last week. I don't know. So. I don't know exactly how you pronounce it, but it's Triple X Tentation. And he had Never he had heard of it. he had dreads that Never came up like it. three inches, and one side was black, the other side was blonde. So when he looked like this, he looked like a pineapple. Yeah, but no, I just I don't, I don't understand people that that get uh, no, that see, gets to the level of, I'm, of I'm, losing their shit. Over I'm kind of like because again, like your dad says, did you know him? Yeah. Were you friends with him? Oh yeah. No. The I mean, there was people that, and I specifically remember when Michael Jackson died. I mean, people fucking. Lost their same thing with shit. Prince. Oh, Prince was another one. That was the one I was going to bring up. Oh, like, but that was a talented guy. Oh, very and I'm, much. I'm not so. saying that he wasn't yeah, no, by no, any no. means. And you but know what? The way I, people were like, I mean, on the streets, bawling, like signs up, like God, Prince is gone. My life's over. Oh, I think a God. lot of those people, if you looked at them and said, "Name three Prince songs," they'd go, "Purple Rain." Cry. And then they would just Little sit there Corvette. and they would stare at you like, fuck you for calling me on my bluff. I was trying to show I had feeling and emotion. Turns out I'm a hollow fuck. So I've never like whenever any of these celebrities like so like I said, I really like Patrick Swayze. I like Ron Williams. I like Christopher Reeve. And it's like for the most part, it's never like like sad. It's like, well, I mean, it's you know, someone someone died, so you're like a little sad. But it was like almost like it just it's like a nagging thought. Because you're talking about like Robin Williams been making movies and stuff for so many years. So it's like I have so many moments in my life that are like ingrained with his work that it's like it's just that nagging thought like I'm never gonna see another like Robin yeah. Williams movie. You're not gonna, never see gonna Patch see, Adams too. Yeah the remission but i'm never like you know like i never like <laughs> i'm never gonna go out to brunch with robin again <laughs> no <laughs> if i died he wouldn't cry for me <laughs> but it's like it's that because he didn't know Randy! <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but on the other hand you know given enough time all these people i mentioned i didn't feel like they were my friends mm-hmm. But I felt like I knew them because i'd experienced yeah. so much of what they were yeah they like they were and essential so, to you and 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 when they left, it, it left a it left a hole, and, it, and it's not that I felt like they were going to be my friends. I never felt like they they'd recognize me, but they they gave so much to me, 
through their art or through their writing or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, th- and that's how, you know, it just seems like people are so shallow now. Well, I got to bring up, too, that, that I feel kind of strongly about that I felt not only had, I don't want to say a huge impact on my Swear life, but God, I think you say Chris, Chris Gaines, Gaines, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Everybody's life. Your candle burned out long before. No. Tom so Petty. Patch ever will. Tom, Tom Petty. Petty. I I love his music. I feel like I can put on any Tom Petty song, any album, and just listen to it. Especially on vinyl. God, it sounds good. But, and Betty White. Because I think Betty White was just like so positive about everything. She was America's naughty grandma. Like, you know, she was like a real person and just kind of said what she wanted to say. And uh, I think those two people like stand out in my mind as people that like, I mean, I get it. Like, I don't want to say, oh, Betty White should have lived more because, fuck, she was 99. But, you know, what, what if Betty White was still going? I mean, In 362 she, days. She seemed, you know, she seemed fairly healthy. But who knows really what was going on behind the scenes. You know what I mean? And Tom Petty, he I told, obviously I told her what I had planned demons. for her that night. Tom Petty was not an old man Probably killed her when he no. died. And that's a bummer. Yeah. But somebody like Betty White, I... I don't even feel bad for Betty White. No, she lived a full life. I'm just life. like, fuck, yeah. man, you made it to 100 years old. Good for her. You were more relevant at 100 than you were at 50. Dude, yeah. she was more relevant. Like, how, yeah. how cool is that, that you, you did become well, the coolest part about her neat life. old gal that everybody, like, find me somebody to say something bad about Betty White. I feel B. like Arthur. her life. Fuck Be Arthur. She did. Yeah. She, <laughs> she had a dick. Most, most people's lives do this, right? Celebrity wise, oh, yeah. they they gain and fame and then they drop. Yeah. Betty White just just curved up and just yeah. kept going. Like there was just never a peak for her. Have you, oh, yeah. seen, have you seen her so, nude pics? Yeah, the the one that Smokehouse. I don't think any of us thought about, and I didn't think about it until just now when you said Betty White. Hold on, was it Nicolas Cage's career? No, it almost <laughs> pretty goddamn close. But he's doing, he's making a comeback. I'm telling you, I just watched National Treasure. Dude. So good. How is he not coming back? <laughs> I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Yeah, of yeah, all of them. You're just like, I, you know. I still wonder about that. Like the the validity of how he died. Like, oops, slipped and fell and hit my head on the Whoa. bed. Uh, so I'm not crazy. believing it. The, the two uh, theories. The two he, theories are it was either some kind of crime thing, and the two th- the other thing was that it was a covered up uh, cause because he had just had his booster. So and yeah, I mean honestly, it could have been. But the thing that like. It's not a matter of like it's like I didn't know Bob Saget personally, or but anything, he was but, he was America's dad, and it's also like when you're like we were saying, a like dirty you, dad, you but he was America's Instagram dad. You're seeing like celebrities like inside thoughts and stuff. Dude, this guy had posted the night after, like the night before, like right before he did this, that he had just had such a great time doing a comedy show at this club in Florida, and how he's so excited to go back on tour. To go to all these different cities, and he fucking collapses in the hotel room right after the show he had just done. And he was what, just like fifty five or something? Yeah, he wasn't very old. Yeah, he was like fifty six. I can't remember, but you're like, I mean, like we like, have this computer in our hands. We could look it up. Yeah, we, we just have say. the technology. I mean, when you have like Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood is in his nineties, and obviously, like, I'm not saying he looks bad, but like Clint Eastwood is like you could tell he's in his twilight years, but he's like, he's getting a full life. 
And it's just weird now when you see like celebrities who it's like Bob Saget. As far as I know, I don't really know of him having like any really bad drug use, ongoing alcoholism. He always seemed like he kept like a good weight on his body. He, he, he sucked wrote, dick he, for marijuana. Dude, he wrote. Dude, he, <laughs> no, he sucked it dick for, for coke. coke. Oh, that's, he rode that wave of being like, "Hey, man, I'm a stand-up comedian," and then hit Full House, and then he just kind of coasted. Dude, on you're that. forgetting about America's Funniest Home Videos. Dude, that's what I'm saying. America, but like, he just like kind of coasted. America, he coasted it. And then, this is like, you. who who was not shook? He, he never shot. he never like blew the radar out of the sky. No. Right? He just stayed right under it. Like it was it was. I'm really, here. Don't forget about you me. Always thought of him as like the. he's the dad and he's the nice guy he doesn't swear and then you hear him on that like March of the Penguins fucking movie like documentary where he's swearing and saying fuck you to everything and you're like what the hell just happened check out the aristocrats video so there is a joke that comedians tell each other it's kind of like like if a magician does a trick to try to trick another magician so the thing is the aristocrats it has the baseline of a family of performers walk into an agent's office and they do their act and then whatever the act is that's every comedian's different version of the joke and it usually involves a family of it's mother the father most horrific shit you three kids ever heard we're, no, ta- we're talking s- scat piss incest murder scat a uh, shit Shut up, Steven Tyler. We're talking they, here. They had Gilbert Gottfried. They had Bobcat Goldthwaite. They had all these comedians on, right? Bob Saget's version was the worst, and he had to By stop. Far. Yeah, he had to stop. Uh, you remember because they had the yeah. DVD at the store. They, they had to stop yeah. because he had to go on stage and actually do his act. If he had gone on, they probably the cops would have gotten called. It was bad. And, the, and he was Dude. like that before Full House, but he's, the second he got the job, he had to be the Danny Tanner. Well, if you, watch, Tanner, if you watch some of the documentaries and stuff like about Full House, like they will tell you like Joey Gladstone and... Um, you mean Dave Coulier? Or, yeah, Dave Coulier. And John and, Stamos. And John Stamos. Those three would like joke around with each other and almost forget that there was like... Little kids. Kids on the set, also, you know? Uh, and fans, the parents would complain about it. I'm just it. saying... Uh, it, a fantastic Instagram follow is Dave Goulier. Oh, yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Super that dude good. is just living the fucking life. Dude. Would she suck you off in a theater? Oh, by the way, I uh, forgot to mention. Thank you for your input, Alanis. <laughs> Hon- honorable mention, Brittany Murphy. Yeah. S- strictly for the fact that. that you would have done her? Well, <laughs> kind of, a little bit, a little bit. Why? Because every time she cried, it looked like you just gave her the worst fucking blowjob no. of your life. She she was a young, wham, 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 wham. she was a young, good-looking girl in the prime of her life, and also it meant that I would never get a chance to run across her and you know get to do her. Yeah. Well, I mean, make sweet, passionate love to her. Let's be honest, but at that point, you're just doing it. I I find her Wait. in really bad lighting and convince her that I was rich. Just every every hey, time I you're gonna die soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have this I just, radioactive cancer healing penis. I, I literally. Feel How many like, times has this goddamn cancer cure and penis like been brought up? Every time you see her in any like picture, you look at just like she's got like those dark eyes and the dark dark makeup, and it's just like well, didn't she? It looks like Randy just to fucking get a snot bubble from her on his yeah, fucking. Yeah. So her, her boyfriend Swish. died after her. And it's some people think now that he might have had a partner her death, 
and that's why he's dead is because Oh my he... god, romantic Romeo Juliet. <laughs> well Yeah. As sad as sad as it's been, fellas. R.I.P. to the greats. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of them out there. There's obviously some honorable mentions. We're not going to go into it. There was that gates. moment in Sin City but, where she's holding the knife and she talks about the guy's little pecker. I felt that. We could have the uh, Celebrity Deaths B-list. Ooh. B-side, bitch. <laughs> and again, Nicolas Cage's career. <laughs> like I know you're trying Deal to make way. a really funny joke. That's like you're Wesley trying to be Snipes. Like, I made a funny, but it's, <laughs> it's another one. Wesley Snipes, great dude. He was on track, man. He, I don't, I don't get it because that guy did it to himself. If you, if you oh, yeah. look at the behind the scenes stuff for Blade Three, Blade Three could have been an awesome movie, and they had to focus on Jessica Biel, her acting. They had to focus on her <laughs> acting. I was like, I'm fine focusing on Jessica <laughs> Biel and Ryan Reynolds, who. I get it. He's charismatic, but he's not an actor. Uh, they had to focus. I like Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds. So like Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> I'm actually Paris excited for Deadpool 3. Me I'm too. excited to go watch Van Wilder yeah. when I get home. Because, I love it. Because Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. If, Do you just want to eat some of those donuts? <laughs> and some what? And you know what? Hugh Jackman, I'm, I'm for it. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're if they're going to de-age him or, a little bit or something. But What about Heath Ledger? Where do we all stand on Heath Ledger? That one, that one was pretty, pretty tragic. The kid was, you know, he's again, he was a younger guy. He had a kid, and it was from like everything that came out after the fact. It was kind of the thing where it was, it was mental illness, right? Well, no, he, well, he took Ambien, and it might have had an interaction. And I don't, from what I've like looked at, it was like a legitimate interaction with something else. It was taking. He wasn't taking a lot of pills. It was just, you know, ambient sometimes people have really adverse reactions. Yeah, like driving heavy machinery when you're asleep. And the reason that he That's took... That's on the warning. The I'm re- just saying. The reason he was taking the ambient was because after all the preparation he did for the Dark Knight, to get in the mind of the Joker, who is supposed to be a completely insane person, he was delving... Like, he was doing full character actor thing where he was, like, delving into, like, some of the really dark parts of humanity, like looking at shit on the dark web, whatever, I don't know. But it kind of, like, freaked him out a little bit to where he had a hard time kind of moving on. And Am- so he was Ambien caused a lot of problems. I'm not even sure they prescribe that anymore. They do. It's the same thing as the no, chanting. Really? Though. Interesting, and I think they still do. I think people still take Ambien. Especially if you watch uh, if you ever took Chantix in the last like ten years, I thought they gave up. I've taken it three times. I know you should probably call somebody. I also took Zantac when it was Ranadine, and they pulled it. Like I was literally like taking it every day for ten years, and then they pulled it off the shelf, and they're like. You could have cancer. It's like, like cool. dude, pharmaceutical drugs are fucking cool and kick ass and stuff. I had the I had the funniest thought today. I was in getting my uh, treatment and <laughs> the enema. Yeah, my my colon cleanse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> coffee coffee grounds. And the doctor had asked me, you know, yeah. have, you know, you've been you've been coming in for a while. Have you had any adverse effects, side effects, blah blah blah? And he said, no, other than being awesome. And he just starts laughing. I said, you never see that. You know, you never see a pharmaceutical coming out and saying, side effects could include being awesome. You know what? There is a phrase. <laughs> it's always death, dismemberment, being, diarrhea, you're also stomach being cramps. Too awesome. Also, it's probably because you've been eating these cakes from the European store called Two Cools. Too Cool? Were they good? We found a bunch of I didn't have one, but I found a bunch of cakes, and they were just called Too Cool. <laughs> 
Oh, and, and the trips to the European stores. I've got, I've got try for another for days. Oh, I'm just we have gonna one. G- I forgot it. I forgot it today. So it's in my garage, and it's gonna delight you guys. I, I'm, not, I've got surprises. I, I don't. E- I didn't even want to get it when when these guys were there. Is this awful be, stuff? It's oh, not like it's interesting. Is it like durian? We're all no. It's not durian. I don't think. I don't. Know. I don't think. I mean, we still got a box of durian over here. If we'll, anybody we'll, wants a second go, we will just say that there was one of them that Jared holds up and he goes, "Look, it's in Russian." And he goes, "You look at the English sign. It's real bad." Flips it around. It says goldfish. You're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was a dried fish snack. And on the front side, it just said goldfish. <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, I wanted, shit I've ever. Did seen. you buy it? No. Thank God. I was oh, going to. I've got stuff. I didn't say anything to them because I'm I'm going to go back. There's going to be stuff. I can't wait till we do a try <laughs> You're for gonna another. You're going to like it. I can't wait till we do a, a try for another where it's like, yeah, supposedly this is the best tasting thing that this country produces. Well, it made it really fun, too, because we go up to the register to buy all of our stuff. And the dude came up and started speaking full Russian at us. And we're like, huh? And he goes, oh, yeah, is this all you guys want? Yeah, I'm sorry. If I look at you, I'm immediately thinking Slavic. Uh, it was the beards. Yeah. Dude, it was the wildest shit. Even Jared looks at me right in front of him and goes, <laughs> did you notice that he started speaking Russian at us? <laughs> and it was great. He's just this tall, skinny kid with this big, long beard. And dressed like a cowboy. He's just, huh? Huh? I hey, thought it was just because I was find, deaf and couldn't hear anything. <laughs> Listen, Mumble, speak up. Hey, that's no, dude, super he, cool he, that you guys could blend in, though. Dude, he almost <laughs> so much. Dude, that Me? Re- I would have had dude. a translator app ready and been like, that's what done you. It is the coolest market. So much we we should have brought in an AK-47. We'd gold, have fit right in, I a think. A gold one. There's a gold... 1911 chambered in 45 for sale right now. Zach, go buy it. I'm not buying it. Go Zach, buy it. go buy it. it. Why would you buy the three wheelers, you pussy? <laughs> First of all, I had a three wheeler. We yeah. seen how that goes. You didn't have Se- two. Second of all, I don't have two people to ride with. You can buy Zach, them for me and You Abby. and Randy can hold hands and ride them. Negatory, good buddy. Well, I thought we would have trash talked wow. you it's enough to where you just bought it so we'd shut up. Well, I mean, he could buy me a four-wheeler like a gentleman. It would have been funny, though, for you guys to show up in those two three-wheelers just sitting out here at the back door like, fuck you guys. (laughs) All right, well, I'm taking this home tonight. (laughs) Woo! (laughs) All right, gentlemen. As always, it's been fun. It's been real. Goodbye. Yeah, well, See ya. Bob Saget's penis.